This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. This is episode 657, and coming up tomorrow morning, BJ Lackland joins me, and the message is simple. He says, startups, here's 120 million bucks up for grabs. Guys, you don't want to miss this episode. This is the closest thing you're going to see to free money ever. I mean, it's unbelievable. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Khalid Naeem, and he is the CEO and co-founder of a company called OnFleet, a software company that makes it easy for businesses to manage local delivery operations. He holds an MBA from Stanford's Graduate School of Business and a BE in Computer Engineering from the University of Michigan and grew up between London and Dubai. He's currently residing in San Francisco. Khalid, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's do it, Nathan. All right. So tell us what OnFleet does, and then specifically help us understand your revenue model. How to generate money? Sure. Uh, OnFleet is a business-to-business software product that helps delivery companies manage and analyze their last-mile local delivery operations. Um, so our customers are businesses that have some sort of a delivery operation. Um, they deliver everything from food and beverages to prescription pharmaceuticals and even medical cannabis to uh, customers. And um, they use our software to help them manage those operations. So uh, our product includes smartphone apps for drivers, uh, dispatching um, dashboards for the dispatchers, analytics, and route optimization algorithms. Um, We make money by charging our customers monthly based on their delivery volume. So you know, the larger the customer is, the more deliveries they do, uh, the more they end up paying. And I mean, so is it, is it SaaS in that regard or no? Uh, uh, yes, it is. Absolutely. It is. Okay. Um, so we'll get more in the pricing yep. model in a second, but I want to make sure we nail down the customer just so listeners can understand, or the, sorry, the user. So should they think about this in terms of like a, kind of an Instacart model where it's delivering foods to consumer or no, it's just, it's just people delivering foods to other businesses? It can be, uh, it's, so it's businesses delivering goods to typically consumers, but we do have some customers that are actually delivering goods to other businesses. So um, food and beverage is, is one segment, but we operate across a number of different segments, including you know laundry and dry cleaning, moving and storage, uh, flowers, retail, et cetera. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me let me throw a few more names out just so you can confirm or deny. So like a company like Blue Apron, is that a company that might use you guys? So Blue Apron is a bit different because they don't really do their deliveries locally. They actually ship using FedEx um, and perhaps other carriers. But our focus is on companies that are delivering goods locally. So um, you like mentioned Hello Instacart. Um, so yeah, you, yeah. So, so HelloFresh does have some markets in which they actually do deliver locally. Um, so that would be a good use case. Um, companies like Instacart that deliver 
you know, from a local grocer to a consumer. Uh, we have a number of companies that are doing similar sort of grocery delivery operations that are using OnFleet. Okay. And let's go back for a second before we dive more into your model. What year did you launch this company in? So we launched publicly in April of 2015. Okay. Uh, April 2015. And where are you guys at today? How many teammates? So today we are at 15 people. Okay. All in San Fran? Um, all in San Francisco, yes. Got it. Uh, and what is the, did you decide to kind of bootstrap this or have you raised capital? Uh, no, we have raised capital. Um, we've raised about four and a half million in total funding so far. Okay. And why, you know, well, first off, if someone listening right now that's kind of making the decision whether to raise or bootstrap, uh, how'd you make that decision? If you can bootstrap, um, it's definitely a great option because then you end up owning, you know, all of the company and, um, and then, you know, perhaps you can raise later on, uh, sort of to scale and you can get better valuations and so forth. But it, you know, it, it's, there's a lot of factors that go into that decision. I mean, if you can't, if sort of, you know, right out the gate, you're not generating, uh, enough money to support the team, then obviously raising capital is a good option. Uh, especially if you can get, you know, the right investors on board that can actually be helpful um, and can sort of participate in, in helping you build the business or make important introductions, um, then raising capital can be a, a great idea. And Khalid, when you, back in 2015, how old were you when you launched this? How old was I? Yeah. Um, in 2015, uh, I was 30, 30 years old. Okay. So we actually, so my co-founders and I started the company uh, originally at Stanford University, I was doing my MBA, as you mentioned, um, and I met David, our CTO, who was doing his master's in computer science. And, and we started, him and I and, and another friend of mine from high school, um, who's our third co-founder, started working on a few different projects back then. Um, we ended up incorporating a company um, to launch one of them. That ended up not working out. We worked on that for about a year and a half, um, went through Stanford's accelerator program, StartX uh, with that company. And this then, is 2014 at this point? This is, yeah. So we did StartX back in 2012, actually. Okay. And then sort of, you know, uh, after I graduated in 2013, we ended up deciding to shift focus and um, ended up, you know, deciding to move forward with, with what is now on fleet, but didn't really launch for about a year after that. And is this all of your guys' kind of first swing at kind of entrepreneurship? In other words, sometimes I'll talk to someone who launched a company where they just had another big, you know, 15 or $20 million exit. They use that cash to snowball. Is the reason you guys couldn't really bootstrap because this is your first swing at it? That is part of it, yeah. I mean, we none of us really had, had the capital to put into it ourselves. So we yeah. ended up initially raising from friends and family and then uh, raise an angel round and then a, a larger seed round. Okay. And was that seed round, was that a convertible note or was it a priced equity round? So we've, we did both. So we've raised convertible notes and then we, our most recent round was an equity round. Got it. Okay. makes good sense. And then walk us through, let's kind of dive more into, you know, the, the hello freshes of the world, the ones that are kind of using you. You mentioned your pricing model is built around usage. Can you tell us more about how that works? Uh, yeah, sure. So there's a 30 day free trial for any company. And um, at the end of that 30 days, they have to enter their credit card information to continue using the product. And then thereafter, um, they're billed monthly based on their total delivery volume. Our pricing is very transparent. It's on our on our website at monthly.com slash pricing. 
there's actually a slider there where you can kind of slide across um, and see approximately how much you'd be paying based on your sort of monthly task volume. So yeah. tasks, um, tasks can be deliveries or pickups. Um, and so, you know, a customer that's doing, say, uh, 10,000 tasks in a single month will be paying a little over $1,000 a month. Yep. Yeah, about 1300 bucks. And you say month you say monthly plus telephony. What's the telephony mean? So the telephony services are the t calls and text messages that are routed through OnFleet. So one of the the benefits of using OnFleet is that the customer is getting notifications automatically based on the driver's status. Oh, so, wow. you know, think about sort of that Uber like end user experience when you get a real-time uh, tracking of the driver, you get notified when the driver is arriving. Um, that's all handled by OnFleet, and optionally, the business can choose to to route those um, those communications anonymously. So, if the customer calls the driver back, or the cus or the driver wants to reach out to the customer, those those communications are routed through our telephony service, so that the privacy of, of the driver and the customer is protected. And so, obviously, there's a cost that comes with that, and the cost varies dramatically based on market, primarily. So, you know, we have international customers. And in France, for example, SMS costs are quite high. So we didn't want to build that into our base cost. So we kind of split that out and uh, and we just pass that cost on to the customer. So we don't actually make a margin on that. Um, but really, you know, depending on how many text messages the client wants to send to the customer, um, that cost might might vary dramatically. So. Um, so we've split that out and just passed the cost on. And then where are you at today in terms of total customers using you guys? We have several hundred customers uh, using OnFleet today. Um, I think we're around the 300 customer mark now. Okay. And these are folks that have exited the free trial. They're now kind of paying customers. Yeah, exactly. These are all paying customers. Yeah. And on, on, I mean, it, you're, first off, the pricing page is gorgeous. I encourage you guys to check it out. We'll link to it in the show notes. And uh, that it's, it's just, uh, it's really nice. You can just kind of drag this thing back and forth and it will show you exactly what you pay. So for example, pro or, or you know, it's 15,000 tasks per month comes up to about 1800 bucks per month. If you had to take an average, uh, Khalid, of kind of these 300 customers, how many tasks is a customer processing per month? So our average customer is sort of between the standard and premium tier. Um, so we have a lot of sort of smaller customers, startups that are just getting, you know, out the gate. Um, they don't want to build everything in house and and really see OnFleet as a way to get up and running as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, and then we have you know a number of larger enterprise accounts um, that are larger companies that just don't really see the logistics software as their core competency, and so they want to um, use a, a third party software provider for that. So we have a pretty broad range of customers. You know, some of them are paying us north of ten thousand dollars a month. Some of them are paying us only one hundred and twenty-five bucks a month. So, sure. um, but average is average is right in between, sort of uh, four and five hundred dollars now. Got it. Yeah, and you said so. In between your standard and premium is between three and eight hundred, and then you were just more specific. You said between four hundred and uh, and about five hundred. So, I mean, it, can I do the math basically and say at a minimum, if I do three hundred customers times five hundred bucks, you guys are doing somewhere around again a minimum of one hundred fifty grand a month. Something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah you can. You can say that. And then, okay, so a few other interesting questions. A lot of people are playing with like these 30-day kind of free trials and also the usage model. How do you prevent someone from coming in and using your 30-day free trial and send and doing like 100,000 tasks, something that like overloads your system? So that's certainly possible. Um, we don't 
limit the number of tasks that uh, that can be done during the free trial. But you know, the way we look at it, if a company comes in and does that many tasks uh, during their trial, then chances are they'll convert and be a large customer of ours. So yeah. we want to enable that behavior and, and encourage it. And what kinds of things are you doing to drive someone from, say, a 700 tasks per month customer paying 125 bucks a month to, say, a 6,000 tasks per month customer paying 800 bucks a month? How are you driving increased utility and usage? So we see it's it's pretty amazing actually when when we see a customer start using OnFleet, they're generally you know they're just kind of getting started and 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 you know uh, OnFleet actually helps them to scale their business, which is really um, amazing that we built a product that you know really helps the business um, to scale. And so just naturally by using OnFleet, we see our customers grow uh, organically and and you know have a have a really sort of high negative net MRR churn, which means that on average, our customers are growing a lot faster than, than they're shrinking or churning. Um, yeah. and, what is that number, Kali, uh, by the way, when you say net negative churn? I mean, are you guys at like negative 5%, negative 1%? Where are you at? Yeah, so our, our net MRR churn is 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 uh, more negative than negative 5%. We're around negative 7% right it's now. so funny. Everyone always struggles how to communicate that because if you say if it's less than 5%, yeah. people don't know if it's like more negative or, or less negative. You you actually yeah. did that very well. Yeah. It's less negative Thank you. or it's more negative than negative 5%. <laughs> okay, very, very. So, yeah, it's, it's obviously. And, uh, and so we also. You know, there are premium features that we kind of can upsell to these customers as they scale, for example, route optimization. Um, so if they want to, say, take a thousand delivery stops and optimize those across 50 drivers, they can do that really easily with OnFleet. But that is a premium feature. So they pay an extra nine cents per, per task for that. OK, when you when you start adding on some of these additional features, it, it, do you do them? Do you attach it to like the per task usage model or do you slap it on as a big hundred thousand dollar professional services fee or something like that? No, everything is, is sort of pay per use, pay as you go. We do have some customers that pre-purchase task credits. So if they pay, you know, for a year up front, they'll get a 20% discount. Um, so if they, they're sort of committed to using OnFleet, then we kind of commit to them by um, giving them a, a nice discount. Got it. Now you talked about net negative churn being more negative than 5%, which is great. It's a signal of great growth and utility. But if you look at just gross customer churn, I mean, has anyone started paying you and left you? We certainly have had customers that have Sort of started paying us and then and then left us. Yeah. Why absolutely. do those not work typically? The ones that leave. Um, so there's kind of a couple of main reasons. One of them is that the uh, the customer just decides to kind of go back to their ways, which is typically pen and paper. I mean, there's you know the the cost can sometimes be be a prohibitive factor. Um, you know, they say, okay, we're paying this much per month. Um, maybe there's a another alternative that's Cheaper, um, but really pen and paper, uh, Excel files and you know uh, Google Docs are, are are the primary competitor, and mm -hmm. um, and so obviously we like to think that we add enough value, and and so we don't actually have that much churn um, amongst those types of customers. Uh, sometimes they choose to develop their own solution internally when they reach a certain scale and they're doing you know say a hundred thousand deliveries a month or more. Um, and they have significant resources available and, and really consider the logistics software to be a core competency of theirs, then they often say, okay, you know, it's time for us to, to build this, you know, internally. We sure. have a big team of engineers. And, and so 
um, those customers will sometimes churn as well. And you're at 300 customers kind of to date. What are you paying to acquire new customers? So our uh, cost of acquisition right now is is uh, around fifteen hundred dollars uh, okay. per customer. So average average revenue per account, they pay themselves back in about three months. Okay, got it. Yeah. So you mentioned uh, your ARPU is about five hundred bucks per month. CAC is fifteen hundred bucks. So short payback period, which is great. And obviously, this is kind of a back of the napkin calculation. But what do you assume that each customer is worth to you in terms of lifetime value? Yeah, because it's a really sticky product. I mean, you know, the, the we do have some churn, obviously, um, as an, you know any SaaS product does, but they tend to stick around for quite a while because once they get on board with OnFleet, it's you know it's a pretty sticky product. They see it the way it sort of helps them with their operations and makes their business more scalable. So they stick around for. I mean, we've had customers that have been around since the very beginning, so for a couple of years. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, it's it's still hard because we have a negative net MR churn. It's kind of hard for us to to come up with uh, an accurate number um, for for the uh, lifetime value, but we estimate that it's about 18 months. Yep. Okay, that's great. That's, so that's kind of what we use. Yeah, that's always yeah. a tough number because it's always moving. And I think probably what's more important than lifetime value in terms of dollars is actually payback period because that's actually what manages the, the cash in the bank. And it sounds like you guys have a super healthy payback period. Right. Yeah. yeah. Great. Awesome. And then would you say, I mean, if you're categorizing these users, would you say they're they're kind of small business, mid-market, or mostly enterprise? Um, so now it's it's a lot of mid-market, um, definitely some small businesses and startups and enterprise customers as well. But mostly we're kind of in the middle of the pack. Um, we are starting to, to kind of move up market to larger and larger accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of exciting things. They, you know, features and products that we have in the pipeline that really resonate with larger businesses that have operations across uh, a number of uh, different countries or, or cities. Um, so we are sort of starting to, to move up market and talking to larger enterprise accounts. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Cannoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods. And they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. Awesome. Well, Khalid, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? Um, I really liked Venture Deals. Uh, That's, I think, by Brad Feld. That really helped me personally with fundraising to really understand all the terminology and nuances there. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Elon Musk, always. <laughs> As always. Yep. Number three, what's your favorite online tool like HostGator? Online tool like what, sorry? Well, like any, any online tool that you use frequently. 
Um, I love Gusto. I'm a huge fan of their payroll product. Yep. And guys, if you aren't familiar with Gusto, uh, I'd encourage you to check them out. We had uh, we had those guys on the show back in episode. Uh, what was it? I'm going to be able to get it here on the fly. No, answers no. But yeah, great business model. How do you guys use them? Is it just for uh, all your all your HR stuff? Pretty much payroll and benefits. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, that was episode 186 at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 186. Uh, Josh leads it. He's 32 years old and they just, I believe they raised about 136 million bucks. So good company there. Uh, number yeah. uh, number four, uh, Khalid, uh, how much uh, sleep are you getting every night? How many hours? I definitely try to get my seven to eight hours. Uh, I need it to be fully productive and I try to work out and, and stay healthy. That's great. And then what's your situation? Are you married, single? Uh, recently married oh great so no kids yet no kids yet no not for a while (laughs) i was gonna say company first kids second right yeah exactly all right man you're 37 years old i I believe uh take us 32 oh 32 why do i think 37 32 take us back 12 years what do you wish your 20 year old self knew oh man um that's a tough one so many things (laughs) uh um just uh do something you that that you're really passionate about. You know, it's it's easy to kind of join a big company and just kind of you know grind it out day to day. But if you really find something that you enjoy doing, for me, it's just you know building this team out. It's been pretty amazing to to hire people and, and build a team. Um, then yeah, it's it's much more rewarding. Okay. Hey guys, yeah. there you have it from Khalid again, founder of OnFleet. Do something that you love. Founded back in 2015. Now about 15 folks on their team based in San Francisco. Super healthy unit economics. Uh, 300 customers again. Uh, paying uh, Khalid on average $500 per month. Um, again, $500, $1,500 CAC, so three-month payback period. Doing somewhere around 150 grand per month in MRR. And again, lifetime value projection somewhere around nine grand. But most importantly, they're building a tool, again, to make it easy for folks to manage that last segment of their delivery, uh, whether it's uh, whether it's food or dry cleaning or anything else. So, Khalid, congratulations, my man, and thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thanks very much for having me, Nathan. If you enjoyed Khalid today, go back and listen to Peter yesterday, who breaks down how to win the virtual reality gaming space because he's doing it with $500,000 raised and his team of 12. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan.